Morbius, The Living Vampire, the Marvel movie that has been long delayed and is finally out after God knows how many delays. I, I can't keep up with how many times this film has been delayed. But I'm going to get straight to it. Morbius is a trip back into the circle of hell that comic book movies were in the, the early noughties. It's sloppy. It's messy. It's dour. It's, it's creatively redundant and so uninspiringly formulaic that I can't even process what the sheer point of half of the film was, what they were trying to achieve, what they were trying to do. In fact, they don't explain anything in this movie, which is absolutely hilarious. Right from the off, they do not explain anything. There is no character development, no solid foundation for anything that happens or any reason why anything happens. The script is utterly shoddy. <laughs> for a vampire movie, what little horror there is in this film is traded away for uninspiring CGI mess yet again that has plagued this Sony, what is it, Spider-Man villain universe? What is going on in this universe? Does anyone know? Does anybody care? I don't think I care anymore. We're just being treated to all these B-listed bloody villains suddenly now sprouting up in this universe, headed by Venom. And for God's sake, this film makes Venom look like an absolute masterpiece. And I feel sorry for Tom Hardy, who was almost sort of on the peripheries of being accepted into the MCU with that little tease that we got at the end of Venom 2, where he, spoiler alert, he's transported into the MCU, only for, at the end of whatever, for him to be traded back and leave a little splodule of his own venom in the MCU. What does that mean? Does that mean Tom Hardy is not going to be in the MCU? He's relegated to this B-universe where fuck all happens and nothing of any interest exists? <laughs> Hello? Does Putin ring a bell? Guano! God, if I was Tom Hardy, I'd be really pissed. I'd be watching this film and going, what the fuck is the point in me doing anything? Jesus Christ. The problem with this film, beyond the CGI, is that it's insipidly flat every single step of the way. The action is marred and undone by the CGI because it's quite obvious that they realised every ounce of choreography, every ounce of fight sequencing in this film was garbage. So they put on this lovely little wavy sort of smoky design every time Morbius moves and they go into super slow motion just to give you a little slip, snippet of him just about to hit somebody. But he never hits anyone. It's all fake. Guano! But, yeah, oh, it's a movie, of course it's fake. It's a fucking vampire movie. We've had Blade, where people get eviscerated and cut in twain, left, right and centre. You're making a vampire movie about a guy that has an insatiable need to drink blood, and then you introduce a villain with the same pro with the same the outcome, the same needs, and you do nothing with it. It's bloodless. It's... God almighty. It's everything wrong with lazy CGI in a film like this, and I'm sick of it. I've had enough of watching crap like this. Guano! My word. It's all build-up. This film is all build-up. 
to the post credit scenes, which were completely spoiled because we saw them in the trailer. We saw them in the trailer and they were spoiled before the film was even released by, I think it was the director or someone else along those lines, where basically Adrian Toomes, a vulture, and I'm going to spoil it because we all fucking know anyway. Adrian Toomes, a vulture from the MCU, turns up randomly and says, oh, maybe we should team up. And Jared Leto, in Jared Leto fashion, goes, interesting or fascinating or something. And... There's no rhyme or reason for it, because in this film he's trying to be a good guy. Why would he all of a sudden want to <laughs> join a team from this fucking psychopath in a suit that looks like a pigeon? Looks like a mock-up of Pidgeotto from fucking Pokemon. What a waste of fucking time. What a, if I was Michael Keaton as well, I'd be wanting out of this as quick as possible, knowing full well that everyone's going to go absolute batshit crazy over your return as Batman. Classic 89 Batman. I'd be wanting out of this immediately. Absolutely. But it's all build up to this inevitable continuation, yet another sequel, yet another character film that we don't care about or need. And what what's the journey? What's the purpose of the journey? They're going to set up the Sinister Six? Well, we've already had something along those lines in No Way Home, which was, you know, pretty damn successful. You really think you're going to be able to top that? Even if you somehow swing back Andrew Garfield or, you know, I don't know, put Miles Morales in it? <clears throat> Alright, good luck, Sony. My word, it's just... It's all fucking nonsense. It makes zero fucking sense, and it insists upon itself that you give a shit. That's what is the worst thing about this film. It insists upon itself that you give a crap. And to be quite honest, I don't anymore. I really don't. It's a shameless cash grab designed to sell you merchandise for a bloody film series that has lost its edge, never had any edge to begin with, if we're being quite honest, and it's made worse by the fact that this film takes itself far too bloody seriously. Everything happens so, so fucking quick, with zero explanation. Morbius in this film is, is what you know what has been bandied around before this mary sue he can do everything all at once without rhyme or reason or explanation as to how he can work his powers we get a brief a very brief sort of montage of him testing things out but he can just do it he can just do it and we don't know what the powers are there's no explanation as to the powers apart from this magical sonar thing but it's a cheap batman knockoff let's be honest it's a very cheap Batman knockoff. There's a sequence where he gets inside this chamber with all these bats that somehow he captured in Costa Rica at the start of the film, but we've got no idea how he did that because we've never explained how he did that. He just stands in front of a harp like that, and all of a sudden we're back in 25 years in the past and it's all there. And then we go to the future and it's, it's okay. <laughs> Nothing in this film makes sense. Nothing in this film makes sense. My God. I almost, I almost don't really want to talk about it anymore because this film is so utterly forgettable, so utterly mundane. It's more mundane than say, let's, oh man, let's throw it out there. The Fantastic Four film from the early noughties, the very first one, because at least then they put some effort into explaining what was going on with their powers, what they were trying to do, how they were trying to figure it out, the problems they were dealing with with these powers. We get very brief snippets of this. Oh, 
cinema I have to have blood but instead because of the rating it's going to be blue blood you know I'm going to drink you know the blue milk from Star Wars because it makes me feel better why go into it and the thing with that blue blood throughout the entirety of the film he's saying the blue blood is not working anymore I'm going to have to find another way come the end of the film that plot line is completely left behind there's no resolution to it what does he do what does he have to do the film just ends Guano! we have this insane stupid final battle between him and Matt Smith and don't get me wrong I think Matt Smith was having a good time in this film and you get a sense of his charm in this film he really is putting a little bit of effort into it you know you can really see the enjoyment he's having of playing a super villain and credit to him there are some good little moments he does this sort of weird sort of cocky dance move and it, it's good you know it's good fun but this final battle is a piece of shit it's all CGI you can barely see anything somehow Morbius can control bats yet another power that w is not explained doesn't go into any detail. We don't know how he's able to do it. He uses the bats as like a as like a, a beam to press Matt Smith to a wall and then he kills him, flies off, and it's the end of the movie. What about any of the overriding plot, you know, that's left over? The dealings with the police, him being well known to the public at this point, the need for the blue blood to be fixed, the synthetic blood, anything the post-credits the post-credit scene he's just dillying off somewhere into the distance what is going on oh, this film is cash grab nonsense of the highest order it's cash grab nonsense and you know what i'm that uninterested that i just don't care anymore it would be a disaster if this film had any ounce of creativity within it but it doesn't it's mundane, it's bland, it's it's painted in this blue hue for no reason other than, oh god, the film's not very interesting, so let's let's give it a colour palette like The Matrix had green. Why not? Because that really worked for the sequels, didn't it? Forgettable. Laughable in all the wrong ways. It's poorly edited. It's a derivative derivative in every sense of the word and at a film that's only what just over 90 minutes long this drags it's a dragging imaginativeless piece of garbage and ah oh, <laughs> oh, you know what there are so many side characters in this film that you end up not remembering or even caring why they're there so much is brought up about the past and what they're doing in the present that it all just vanishes like the film it all just goes to somewhere and ends up being nothing it's like you've been building up a really you know a really strong fart and you think christ if i let this go people are either going to laugh or you know it's going to be really bad and then it comes and nothing happens of it and you, you have that resounding disappointment because you, A, you're either expecting a round of applause and laughter or B, you're expecting everyone to be utterly disgusted and throwing up. <laughs> we get neither. We just get a middling sort of flaccid reception just floating in the ether of whatever this stupid side universe is. And I, at this moment in time, I'd love to be the fly on the wall in Kevin Feige's office just to see what he is thinking about this. You know, if Sony is making their own universe, credit to them. 
they should have done it years ago when they had the chance with Tobey Maguire and all these other villains at that time when it was spot on. But now we're just left with this carcass of walking death, you know, which is quite apt for the living vampire Morbius. Christ almighty. We've got Craven the Hunter and Madam Webb coming. Fuck off. No, I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to see it. I really don't want to see any more from this spider villain universe. If it's going to contain nothing but uninspired special effects that cover nonsensical stories and utterly terrible performances. Oh, what a dreary time, which is quite apt for a dreary start to friggin' April. Awful. This is a solid 2 out of 10 for me. And it gets that 2 purely because Jared Harris is in it and he's brilliant, even though he's given fuck all to do. And then we have Matt Smith, who is gamely playing at something really well here. Jared Leto, I don't even know who the real Jared Leto is. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. That's the funny thing about this. This film, who is Jared Leto? What is his game? What does he want? <sighs> Three out of ten. Goodbye. Guano!